notes. I actually dumped notes into the thing too. I don't know if you saw them. You'll be able to distinguish my notes from your notes because mine are in Comic Sans. As they should be. Yes. Me and uh, Dan Gilbert. Recording now, Jared. Yeah, me too. I just got to change my background. Uh, mm. Basic instinct You're not allowed first. to say that, especially with that background. <laughs> they are breasts, listeners. No, first breasts. is uh, my cousin Vinny. I've already caught hell for not uh, going with the multiple backgrounds tonight. There we go. What? I don't know what. Smokes tell me. Fine. Whatever. He couldn't even trouble to crop it. Like to crop it appropriately. It's a man after my own heart. I've been up for Just like ten square minutes. Up there. <laughs> Meet Vinny Gambini, the world's greatest trial lawyer. Actually, this would be my first foray into the trial process. He's a smart dresser. Now, didn't I tell you next time you appear in my courtroom that you dress appropriately? You were serious about that? Connoisseur of fine foods. You never heard of grits? <laughs> I heard of grits. I used to actually never seen a grit before. Ladies man. We agreed to get married as soon as you won your first case. My biological clock is taken like this. And the way this case is going, I ain't never getting married. And eloquent statesman. Is it possible? The two youths. Did you say youths? Yeah, two youths. What is a youth? Just the guy to defend two young men wrongly accused of murder. Whoa! Wait a minute! My Cousin Vinny, the comedy smash which grossed over $50 million at the box office. Starring Academy Award winner and box office sensation Joe Pesci, the star of Home Alone 1 and 2, Goodfellas, and Lethal Weapon 2 and 3. How long have you been practicing? Almost six weeks. Man, you graduated from law school six years ago. What have you been doing since? Studying for the bar. Newcomer and audience favorite, Marissa Tomei. You're my fiancé. You're supposed to stand by your man, you know. Encourage me a little bit, a little encouragement. Is that what you want? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. You were wonderful in there. The way you handled that judge. Oh, you're a smooth talker. You are. You are. And Fred Gwynn. Do you two know each other? Yeah, she's my fiancé. Well, that Explain the hostility. My cousin Vinny, a winner in the courtroom and a guaranteed winner in video stores, with a higher intent to rent than Father of the Bride, The Adams Family, Cape Fear, Prince of Tides, and Basic Instinct. Defense rest. And the extremely high cinema score audience rating of A minus for all groups. I think I get the point. Not to mention praise from critics across the country. The funniest movie since Home Alone. Joe Pesci is a scream. Devastatingly funny. Hilarious. Easily the most inventive and enjoyable American film farce in a long time. Your Honor, I respectfully request a full day's continuance to go over all this stuff. Request denied. Thanks a lot. Uh, Yeah, let's start tonight's recording uh, with uh, a few questions for the father on the show when he uh, inevitably, right, Jared, like Mm -hmm. Thanos... Uh, I know to turn the group message to silent because <laughs> there will be a change in plans if Hyro is set to record. It will not be the appointed time. And sure no, enough, tonight can we can we start a half hour earlier? And well, Jared and myself both it, were asleep. I was with a nice evening pre evening nap. Felt great. Yeah, wow, Hiro. must be nice. Felt it in my sleep. I was like, I bet he's changing it, but oh, I'm I'm in Neverland and I just can't get to my phone right now. I just. <laughs> I'd love to be able Can't to tell it. you. Can't do it. <laughs> mm. uh, uh, the parents in me had to punish my son, 
So therefore, I had to ground him from electronics for the week. So therefore, isn't that punishing to, you though as well? Yes. <laughs> so you know when I when I'm podcasting and I tell him. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Right. When I punish him and I tell him, go comatose for me, baby. <laughs> doesn't quite work without the electronics. Yeah, I force him to read a book and give it a book all. report. That's part of his... Um... Yeah. Why don't you He's force him to do six. some research for your podcast? <laughs> research <laughs> basic instinct. I notes, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I've, I've seen the, tip. the type of... Uh, uh, establishment that your son is running, it would fit very well with yes. the Basic Instinct crowd. Uh, to yeah, no, that's a good point. Fist pumping especially lesbians, especially the, the 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 partner in crime, right? The guy who's in the diner just flicking his tongue at people and mm. doing all sorts of shit. Yes, we're not talking about that though. Unfortunately, that's what we want to talk about tonight. Uh, we start with my cousin Vinny, going chronologically mm. here. And uh, open on March 13th, uh, still in second place behind Wayne's World, just taking over the country with its uh, comedic charms and Mike Myers' ass and tidy whities. But this was was a hit. I don't know what it ended up uh, grossing here. It was uh, (laughs) 7.4 for opening weekend, which uh, I guess fits like in COVID times, but doesn't sound like much. Budget was uh, 11, total... box office was 64.1. Yeah, all right. Yeah, solid hit. Uh, mainly probably still known among like film nerd circles as giving Aunt May her Oscar for this performance. Marissa Tomei. She won the Oscar of my heart in this movie. Jared doesn't appear to like her face, but her chest and legs are give just fine them, on a talk show. Give me show. them yams. <laughs> She might be too heavy for you. Too heavy? I'm too heavy for her. I would crush her. <clears throat> that's probably fair for about 90% of the female population of the False. world. But I say, there. you look at the female population Sorry. of the world, simp. <laughs> Stop standing up for fat chicks. <laughs> Just as fat as I am, asshole. <laughs> uh, actually, I might be fatter right now. So Put your shield and sword away. <laughs> I just had my forty-five-year-old physical, and uh, there were lots of uh, lots of um, tongue lashings that I took in that office. But my liver, my fat. Was it like the opening lip- to the hand that rocks the cradle? Uh, well, the colonoscopy is scheduled for yeah, a couple wow. weeks. I will have to let you know how that they goes. Knock you out first, or they, when they, <laughs> they gonna knock you out, or they're gonna wrestle you down? <laughs> no way, man! I'll be pushing back. Welcome to Silver Cinema. So yeah. my cousin visiting. Moaning, moaning during the procedure. <laughs> I think the best hey, thing. The best thing. I don't even have to play the clip anymore. No. <laughs> I love when my work's done for me. Um, I did have the thought of anytime we bring up Psycho Babble, that maybe I should just ask Dave out of context to explain something in a movie. He's not allowed to watch it or anything, mm-hmm. but just riff off of what we're doing and then. Uh, then I, but that's just more work because exactly. then I would would want you guys to comment on what Dave said. And it's just I take you know, a back like seat on thing. I, I let Hiro destroy the whole profession every time it's brought up. <laughs> Belittle and what a, question it. What a jerk that Hiro is. <laughs> Nothing sexy in my cousin Vinny. Uh, oh, fortunately, sir. Fortunately, pump the brakes. Pump the brakes. She's got some tight dresses. I'll say that. Yes, Marissa Motomei might be top three ladies ever covered on sober cinema 
That's a that's top three. Strangely specific because it's just right. covered on this podcast. I didn't hear this uh, enthusiasm when Kim Basinger was. <laughs> She's in the running as well. All right, she was enough, there. <laughs> Anything we've watched in the last month, we have our top three, which is recency <laughs> bias at its best. <laughs> Did we ever do about Schmidt? That round out the top three, and I mean round. Uh, I think Marissa Tomei fits in what you you like. You like the really, really skinny, um, young, uh, early nineties sort of. Calm down with the young, not criminally young, uh, because you were not you. not there for fifteen year old uh, Jovovich in cuffs. I will, I will grant you that. But the Bridget Fonda's uh, Marissa Tomei. Is there another one? I feel like there's one more that was in that sort of mold that you're big into. Um, what's her name that falls down because she's fat? Uh, Melissa McCarthy. Yeah, the, nowhere near early '90s. And then you pro- might be getting criminal. I don't know how else she, how old she was in the boss. She in was boss, a middle schooler that was chubby and falling down. And Hiro says okay. that was her peak. I take that back. Yes. Um, all right. I want to start with the fact that Marissa Tomei did win the Oscar for this. That. That felt like the, uh, you know, you got on to me higher on the Cuffs episode for saying that I was charmed by <laughs> once you could make a movie by saying, hey, how about Christian Slater? Can we make him a cop? Can we come up with any any number of bullshit reasons, which actually turned out to be true in uh, Hey Bobby's uh, Bay Area, that someone like Christian Slater could just decide that he's law enforcement in certain areas of the city. But Marissa Tomei actually being nominated and winning for this Will that ever happen again? Will, will a comedy ever be honored in, it, in that regard? Because even on rewatching, I was just like, no, this is just an out-and-out comedy. It's not like there was hidden depth here or there was some sort of, you know, here's her like Oscar-worthy clip moment where she gets serious. She, she's playing the, the goofball sidekick to Joe Pesci, and she won an Oscar for this. Probably pretty insulting to women in general. She knows about cars. <laughs> Give her the Oscar. She could talk about oh, carburetors. Saying, okay, I see your point. You're saying this is like a beautiful mind. Like a uh-huh. woman knowing about cars is mm. a, a goddamn savant, a genius. Mm. Okay. She could have never known about that without <laughs> years of Juilliard training. A woman in cars, my lord. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you do have a point. I never even thought about that. Does that make me also part of the problem? That like I'm just like, oh yeah. You know, that makes sense. She's a savant. I don't know. I don't know if that makes us the problem or Jared for recognizing it. I don't know if Jared is woke or a misogynist here or both. Both. Yes. You can't pin me, baby. You don't know what corner I'm in. He's like the Me Too Two-Face. You know what I mean? One side is painted in, in like blackface and the other side is like, mm. oh, he's got like a MAGA hat or something. I don't Al know. Al Jolson and then a uh, uh, Kofi hat on one side. <laughs> Uh, I'm here to present the first award of the evening. Uh, the category is uh, Best Actress in a Supporting Role. And the nominees are Joan Judy Davis in Husbands and Wives, Joan Plowright in Enchanted April. Vanessa Redgrave in Howard's End. Miranda Richardson in Damage. Marisa Tomei in My Cousin Vinny. 
<clears throat> There's one thing I forgot to mention, and that is that this is one of the few times in the history of Academy Awards that five foreign uh, actresses were up for the same award, four English and one from Brooklyn. <laughs> and for the best performance by an actress in a supporting role, the Oscar goes to... And the Oscar goes to Marissa Tomei in My Cousin Billy. Thank you so much. <laughs> this is such a great honor to receive this in this year when we recognize and celebrate and honor women. Um, of course, I owe many, many thanks to the cast and crew of my cousin Vinny, especially Mr. Joe Pesci, for his endless support and great talent. <laughs> And to the whole circle and the team, Susan and Gina and Scott and Evelyn and Kate McGregor-Stewart and Francesco Pugliese and my very brave family, <laughs> thank you very much. Have you ever seen any of these fucking movies? Damage, Enchanted April, Husbands and Wives. I've, I've at least heard of Howard's End. Uh, I'm talking about the other nominees in that oh category. No. Maybe it was just like a weak year. I, I'm actually wondering, are we covering any of these? I know Damage we are because I think it's uh, the final hurrah of like a erotic thriller. I think Jeremy Irons is in that one. It came out around Christmas. I've never seen it. I've never seen Howard's End. That's uh, Anthony Hopkins. Is that like a Merchant Ivory type thing? I believe so, yes. Uh, husbands and Wives, that's uh, Woody Allen. I think that one's pretty good. I mean, all of his I've stuff, not seen it. It does kind of run together. And, you know, with a title like that, it's, I may be confusing it with something else. Is it spoken word or more fucking singing? Uh, you know, for as much as you bring that up, you enjoyed. Uh, I did. What's this? I love you. Don't. That's there's audio record of that after you bitched and moaned. Uh, I don't know if we're, we're covering anything but the erotic thriller. I think that fits with us. I don't think March and Ivory uh, on here, and uh, no Woody Allen. I think I was doing a favor to you guys, so you're you're welcome on that front. Thank you. But no, uh, I think so. You're saying uh, history bore this out, Hiro, that she's the only one that was starring in a film that was going to be memorable in some way, or give like a uh, a character that would be. She's probably been in one of those clip packages for Oscar night as well. This character doing her glorious, beautiful mind car tricks that Jared's so fond of. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I, I hate to like just throw the flag down, but I'd have to like research because the Oscars for all of, you know, I, I typically enjoy enjoy the Oscars, but I don't think you do, Hiro. Half the time they get shit wrong. I mean, they're always wrong. Like who, even who they nominate is always wrong. It's so. not a popularity contest, but I mean, your your point is valid. It's like okay, this is the only one 
that's a memorable movie that if you brought it up in conversation, someone would know, they would somewhat know what My Cousin Vinny is. So I don't know, no research needed. Marissa Tomei, look at those legs. I say that's the staple of our podcast. No research, <laughs> no sense in it. Like, where's Demi Moore's nomination for A Few Good Men? Galactically stupid. <laughs> well, <laughs> some strong feelings there. <laughs> I felt that a little sass on Galactically the back end stupid. of. Hyrule's, <laughs> God, you, you really do have a problem with uh, women in the military, or at least women in the military. It's a direct on quote film. from the movie. It's a direct quote. It's what he called Tom Drew. Tom, you guys need to really watch your cinema. As being the only expert, apparently, here on this podcast, he directly calls her that in the film. So I'm quoting the movie. Doesn't Jack Nicholson call uh, Tom Cruise and his uh, choice of uh, white clothing something as well? Do you want to say that on audio podcast in 2022? <laughs> uh, we, cannot, we cannot use such words because then the Joe Rogan effect takes over mm. and somebody clips it all out. And You, know. you mean no. Jack Nicholson doesn't just call him a dum-dum? There were some other choice words in that scene. How about Thunderheart from 92? Or Orlando. That was a great movie. So this is our version of Sober Cinema Oscars. <laughs> where clearly, uh, I don't think any of us really seem to enjoy My Cousin Vinny. Or uh, we've seen it once and that was enough. Because we, we want to talk about anything but the plot mechanics of this film. I actually really liked this movie. I really enjoyed it. Why? I will say this is I haven't seen it in a very, very long time. I loved it. Particularly the courtroom stuff. I'm all in. I'm there. I'm trying to think which clip from a few good men I want to put in here as a rebuttal to you. The gay slurs that are being thrown at Tom Cruise or just calling you galactically stupid. It's the it's the simple why. It was so accusatory. Why? I hate the crowdy kid. I'll admit it. Ralph Macchio. Ralph uh, Macchio here. Yeah, he's bad. He barely oh, speaks. <laughs> they have Good. a name like that. Well, yeah, it's, it, I mean. His buddy's way worse. Both of them. Um, his... So, okay, you want to talk about the galactically stupid. So I did find the Siskel and Ebert clip in response to this. And, uh, you know, our boy, I think more often the batting average tends to favor, I think, Siskel. Um, even though he does freak out when children are in peril. That's just a very funny-looking suit. Now, what I like about Dale Lawner's script is the same thing I liked about his script for Ruthless People. He fills the world of his movies with a bunch of sharpies, not dummies. Vinny and his girlfriend are comical, but they're not fools. And the people down south, the judge, the prosecutor, are amusing, but they're not fools either. So you have a real battle of wits between legitimate contestants who have no idea how amusing they are. I like my cousin Vinny. I didn't like it quite as much as you did. In fact, I can't quite give it a thumbs wow. up. And I'll tell you why. I like the performances very much, including Fred Gwynn, who plays that thankless right. role of the judge. We've seen that in a million movies, but he does it very good. with a nice touch. The problem was, first of all, I couldn't care about the story. The Ralph Macchio subplot really is left there. He appears early in the movie, and then he just sits at the defendant's table looking happy, looking sad, looking worried. It's impossible to really care about the outcome well, of the trial. And then again, there are dead spots, and then suddenly it erupts into laughter. The movie just really doesn't quite Well, I mean, that's the, the nature of a comedy. There are going to be some in-between-the-jokes. I think what, what's good about it is it's not about Ralph Macho. It is called My Cousin Vinny. It's about this guy, and his girlfriend is a big surprise. Those are very funny. You didn't think that the, that the girlfriend was an original character? I thought the girlfriend was an original character. Terrific. What I felt was that more should have been done with the case and with the defendants in order to create suspense so that there's more interest in the outcome of the trial. I like the uh, the characters, not the case. Uh, in this one, he's like, 
it's funny. It's a funny situation. Joe Pesci's funny. Marissa Tomei's funny. The judge is funny. I liked it. It's what it's what a comedy's supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And Roger Ebert was like, I'm gonna have to give this one a thumbs down because everything you're saying is correct. But the film's failing is that I don't care enough about Ralph Malchio and, and the case. I want to know more about the case. There needs to be more tension on if or he's going to be uh, absolved from this crime or not. Missing the point there, Ebert. <laughs> I don't know if you can be more wrong. And <laughs> I want to know even less about the, uh, the I guess, mechanics of uh, Ralph Macchio's crime or non-crime here. We have a lady... Part of her shtick is she is not going to testify during a murder trial because she's mad at her fiance. Like, this is a comedy. This isn't like fucking uh, let's do real CSI uh, murder scene groundwork. Like, <laughs> I mean, like, there's that, that's yeah, that's there's really, no scene where the karate kid is called a gay slur by anyone in the town. Although, you know, it might be reasonable. In Alabama, right? I do have the. We got close a few times in the bar. A little juicy there. (laughs) Uh, I have a couple other other problems that don't revolve around uh, the crowded kid. Uh, One of them is Joe Pesci's height, of course. Um, Did you see when he finally punches the guy? (laughs) Did you take a good notice of what he has to do to get up there? Might put a step ladder uh, (laughs) for him to jump off of. He looked like the heartbreak kid going in for like a flying elbow or something. He just had to, he had to jump up about four feet to get to this dude's face. I don't think that Martin Scorsese needs my cousin Vinny to exist as a prime example of what a great filmmaker he is. That he made Joe Pesci twice over in Goodfellas and Casino a menacing threat to other uh, very t- testosterone heavy environments and men around him, and it was credible. Because he played into that sort of unhinged quality. Like, this guy will take it way too far. Even for that <laughs> line of work. Jonathan Lynn here. Uh, known for directing comedy films such as Clue, which I did like. Something called Nuns on the Run in 1990, which... Well, that yeah, sounds more that like not, my uh, adult time. but It is not. Uh, I believe that's... Nuns on the know. Run is your adult time? <laughs> I thought it was Martin Short, but it's not. Uh, it's just two no-name comedians, it looks like, in none uniforms. Um, yeah, I mean, this is pretty much it uh, as far as what he did. He went on to do Sergeant Belko with Steve Martin, Trial and Error with Racist Kramer. Uh, <laughs> the Whole Nine Yards, I guess, was his last you know hit in 2000. I didn't hate that one. Not Scorsese. Not Scorsese, what I'm saying. No. So Joe Pesci being some sort of threat to rednecks that tower over him in a bar... I don't know, Jared. You know how I'm like. Why isn't why why do comedians not just lean into the fact that we can have our hero just get absolutely <laughs> blasted in a bar and just put into <laughs> near coma? Like I would find that hilarious if Joe Pesci brought his sass and was in the hospital the next scene. I would love it. It kind of feels like that in the first half of the movie. Like even though he is this big dude from not big dude, obviously figuratively big dude, but this um this <laughs> this guy from New York. Uh, possibly a gangster, you know, whatever. But he doesn't really, like, <laughs> come off as, like, super cool. Like, hey, I've never litigated shit. It took me six tries to get through the bar. Like, <laughs> like Galactically he, stupid. Yeah, a real mo. <laughs> this dumb motherfucker can't even say not guilty. It takes some, you know... Like, I've watched CSI New York or whatever, Law and Order. I know to say, hey, we plead not guilty. We plead Matlock, guilty. Right? That's it. Wasn't there? I mean, sure. Yeah, there was stuff. Well, that's that's pre-sex <laughs> stuff. Hmm. 
Pre-coitus. Yeah. Well, I don't want to turn you on too much or Mr. Pesci here. Yep. Don't uh, do it. My second note underneath that is, uh, why am I getting so upset over whether or not he can beat up some redneck when I should be focusing on the fact that he's dragging out uh, this relationship and will not settle down with Marissa Tomei? Like, that's that's that should be really what's infuriating me the whole time. I figured it would have been both barrels when I got on uh, uh, to talk about this. The fact that gr- little gremlin Pesci is able to pull <laughs> he's someone a like rodent, <laughs> and Aunt May is towering over him. I say Marissa Tomei is not only way taller than him, but just in way, way better shape, way younger. I mean, more attractive. She knows more about cars. She is She's way fantastic. out of his league. Way out of his league. She's half his age. <laughs> Hey, Robin the Cradle. I don't know what he must have a um, a large member, if you will. <laughs> what kind of a uh, cup would he use in the bathtub to cover himself? I like how like Jared Jared immediately defaults the size of his cock when talking about what she sees in him. Well, there is nothing else. He has nothing world, else except this big dog. He he does not have. Uh, a lot of money it seems anyway like i don't know he works for her dad <laughs> I don't know. he has to have something that we're not seeing <laughs> it's not tasting clothes that's for no. sure yeah the the gag that they use uh when he shows up in a suit that's even more <laughs> off-putting to me wasn't really like his dumb and dumber attire wasn't really that much different from what he's wearing like in fucking leather the entire time same same to me that might have been the biggest laugh in the entire movie for me was him showing up like one of the uh four seasons (laughs) to to the courtroom (laughs) like one of the uh what's that movie that uh is it the lady killers uh with tom hanks Mm, yeah that's what he looks like yeah this film was apparently taught in law schools Really? It's considered one of the most the most accurate, I guess, uh, looks at process. And I don't I don't know if it's a uh, don't do this. Here all, that's, that's I, I don't know. Like, <laughs> apparently, apparently not a few good men, Hiro. That, that one they just throw aside. Fuck that. But my cousin Vinny was better than anything John Grisham can produce. Uh, you, I, I didn't click on them. I just saw that little factoid. But there are like YouTube videos that I was looking at for like reviews and sort of context, and it was made by attorneys and they were like this is the go-to this is like you know the, a simple like tool to tell people here's how you know the process should be i guess like in a, in a trial which is amusing to me because as hiro said there's a sequence where he doesn't even know <laughs> whether or not uh how to plead here he <laughs> like it's a, it's a sort of binary on off type answer and he has no idea what he's doing he lies multiple times about who he is so he can stretch the trial out so he's not thrown out in, well, not in it's the street. It's a Donnie Dote type thing in law school, Jared. Donnie <laughs> Dote. That one just... We um, we were instructed in high school to make a, um, a video about what you should and should not do about certain topics. And our idea no, was, no. wasn't it? Yeah, I'll let you take no, over. Dude, we weren't instructed to do that. We just decided that's how we would educate. We were tasked with making a video mm-hmm. for a physical rehabilitation center <laughs> local to our area. And so we came up with a character called Donnie Don't, which just allowed us to do any number of jackass things. And the premise was he was going to become, become handicapped and don't be like him. 
Part of our process. Is there such is there record of this film? Can we put this on somewhere? That's probably the good and bad thing, Jared. Right? Mm. Because this is like pre-digital age. Mm. So, like, really, unless you had a physical copy, eroded. Yeah. Yeah. We part of you guys are really just missing out on the YouTube era. Part of the process was, and I remember we had to go to my grandpa's chicken farm and catch a fucking chicken, (laughs) and our scene was Donnie don't doing donuts around the chicken in a cage in the middle of a parking lot like it was stupid as shit like I I'm trying to remember was there more regard for the chicken's life or ours I don't know what we were being more reckless with probably ours I think the chicken was well I guess it could have been killed but I don't know the cops end up showing up Hyro and like like you know in a small town filled with white people they're like hey just just stop doing that yeah, knock that shit off please <laughs> Definitely no beanies going down, huh? What, uh, who are you and I, Jared, to talk about my cousin Vinny? Like, this is so stupid. It's taught in law schools. And yet, <laughs> like, let's go grab a chicken. The cops will show up and be like, all right, that's good enough. Just let it go. You're white. It's fine. So we've had that multiple Jesus. times. Multiple times we've had the cops show up and be like, God, would you all just stop being fucking knobs? <laughs> go home. <laughs> stop fucking around. Got caught in the pool after hours. Yeah, that's but that's just like at the very least, nothing was about to be killed, and that's just like minor <laughs> trespassing. I did wonder, what are these guys even doing in Alabama? I do have that right, correct? I had that exact question. They're on their Why way to California, in Alabama. How the fuck? I mean, from New York. Yeah, fucking hell of a detour. <laughs> yeah, so they decide they just want to go all the way down south, and are they going to hit up Texas or something? They just want to go through the southwest, like. And why it's stupid. Why even have the characters on their way to UCLA? Why not be on their way to, you know, Miami or someplace like that? Are they coming back from spring break in Miami and headed, you know, know. up and out? I don't know. They just turning into an episode of the Californians over here. Well, it is true. Like with the South, even, you know, when we did Sling Blade, we're sort of guilty of it. It's just like Alabama, Arkansas, Mississippi. It's all, it's just generic South. Really, if you're going to make Kentucky. a Hollywood film about yeah. Time to Kill, this, it doesn't matter. Just have some rednecks. Have uh, some a running gag where the lawyer Vinny here can't get some sleep because, you know, someone's got a chicken farm close by or something, the rooster and the train and all this. It's just... Pig farm. It doesn't yeah. matter. It, it doesn't matter. So Hyrule liked this. He never really explained it to us. I was actually pot committed towards the end. Like, the, the last 30 minutes, and he gets, you know... He he has a shiny moment. I'm mm. I'm all in for the guy, you know. These kids and these uh, criminals have like this highly specific model car from what the early '60s. Yeah, very nice. A '64 Skylark, maybe. Yeah, that's not just. Am I a savant now, Jared? Not 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 to the degree that um, Marissa a woman was. would be. <laughs> that a woman would be. I just expect that knowledge to flow from any one of our mouths. <laughs> Man, shit. The scotch on the rocks. Please, any scotch will do. As long as it's not a blend, of course. Uh, single malt. Glenlivet, Glenfiddich, perhaps. Maybe a Glengow. Any Glen. I'm drunk on. I'm thirsty. I want a beer. What about you? You want a beer? Just a drink, a martini, shaken, not stirred. 
You also have the expectation that Joe Pesci has a massive cock, though, too. So he has to. Mm. There's no other way. He's like a little tripod. <laughs> has to be <laughs> a little gremlin tripod. Sure. He does nail Sharon Stone in Casino. I know she's on drugs at that point, like pretty heavily, but still. Goodfellas and Casino, like that. That's almost exceptions to the rule. Like he's, like you said, that crazy enough to where he's everybody men and women both like i don't know about him the wild card so yeah Yeah. the the ultimate wild card gotta suck this off (laughs) this is bad podcasting hyro but i i thought the movie was fine but i think i watched it two weeks ago and it's it's mostly yeah i mean it's like a it's it's the, the classic fish out of water story there's nothing to it it's one note but it's it's fine yeah but there's Mr. Tomei in skin tight cat suit, so I'm there for that. Were you offended by uh, James Reborn's southern accent? Do you know who he is? He's the mechanic um, expert, I think, at the end. The oh, counter yeah. to her. He hmm. broke out an accent that was quite possibly the most offensive thing I've ever heard. <laughs> say, southern, southern accent isn't hard to do. So I don't, I don't, uh, I don't get offended by any accents. Not offended, like in a legitimate way, but it was bad. Like it was like uh, out of control. Sometimes I, li- I like the really bad ones, like Brad Pitt and Glorious Bastards is not what I would say is <laughs> That's accurate funny. to a particular region, but it's entertaining. It's I like listening yeah, no. to it. So this is just like a moron who he's galactically stupid. Hmm. A lot of a few good men clips. I'm playing this one. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Yeah, I'm gonna play the most. You know, the, all the, the the F word there every time. I will bring a few good men. I'm going with the gay. Slur. I dare you. I dare you. Oh, uh, my cousin Vinny, 86 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, Seems 87% from audience. Yeah, it's a, some sort of comedy classic of the 90s. Oscar winning. My cousin Vinny. Dig into this gentleman on my screen who sucks a drumstick. Like the gag is, I sucked off a drumstick. You have him pictured next to Jared. <laughs> yeah, I was say thank you for that. At least you gave me the uh, the more attractive of the two. <laughs> I guess if you really want to split hairs. the one that's going to be sucked off, I guess not yeah. Yeah. suck yeah. either yeah. violently. Apparently, <laughs> the, like the suction power of that guy is impressive. To just rip the meat off the bone. Oh, this is a pro. It's been a very watch yourself, very Jared. Homo homoerotic uh, episode of <laughs> my cousin Vinny. Good stuff.